Hi, I'm Maddie, and I don't have a hobby. Hi, I'm Haley, and I have too many hobbies. And I've taken it upon myself to get Maddie hooked on just about anything. In this podcast, we're talking true crime. We're talking Enneagram. We're talking mental health. We're talking Scientology. And just about everything in between. So we're inviting you on a journey that you definitely didn't ask to be invited on. In the hopes that you too would like to be Average, average girls Average and Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Wow, that was so fast. Yeah, I'm about my business. Okay, well, at least some one of us is, you know. Do you want to tell them why we have not posted this week? Yeah, so um, we decided not to post intentionally, what was that, two weeks ago now, um, because yeah. we wanted to be muted. Um, but then afterwards, we were kind of trying to figure out the weird line of what to post, what to say, what not to say. Um, and it's obviously a tricky topic. Yeah. It's like, there's certain things we want to talk about, but also it's not our place necessarily. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out the balance. And so we kind of backpedaled Mm -hmm. on this last week and asked people that we trust and, well, we talked to people who know us and know our intention behind what we want to do and want to say, who have better experience than us in certain areas, whether that be people of color or white people that just know their stuff. So I think we got a lot of perspective from a lot of different people. And so we just want to be sensitive yes. and considerate and not act like we know everything when we definitely don't. So at all. At all. So thank you for those of you who did have conversations with us because yeah. they helped us a lot. Yeah. Um, so we're definitely going to keep talking about these things and having those conversations. We just want to make sure that we're not talking out of turn and making sure that we're getting other people's perspectives as well. So we're going to have more coming up that's going to sort of address all of the racial tensions and things going on. Um, mm-hmm. But we didn't want to overstep. So yeah, we are going to talk about them. We're not going to ignore them. We just want to make sure that we're being cautious. Yeah. This is stuff that Maddie and I have cared about for a long time. So we know our intention behind things. Everything that's going on is. Yeah. And not everybody who listens or anybody in general who has met us doesn't know our intention behind or the fact that we're well thought out at all. We could just be like these two random white girls that think they can have an opinion on things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're going to come back to more of that in the future. But right now we're going to do a hot take. Yeah. We're going to. Hopefully make you laugh and yeah, this should be hopefully a little bit of comic relief, like a lighthearted week, not to take away from what's going on, but just to be something where you don't have to think about anything for two seconds because that part of taking care of yourself is healthy too. Yeah. I've been listening to that one podcast. You've been listening to it too. Um, 1619. Yeah. Which is really, really good and really informative, but very heavy. And so I've listened to that literally all day. And so now I think like, I need to just listen to, like, I don't know. What's, like, a stupid podcast? Ours. Ours. I want to listen to our podcast. Yeah. I've been – I decided that I wasn't going to listen to music in the car anymore mm. and um, listen to podcasts and like other forever? podcasts that – No, no. But, like, right now there's so much that I just – That you could be learning. Yeah, and there's community. so much that our teachers and schooling didn't teach us, so I want to know. So, 
I've been doing that, which has been really cool. But yeah, you do need to like go home and watch an episode of whatever your show is. Yeah. Um, I've watched Shrek twice, if you're wondering. You weren't, but if you were. I love Shrek. I'm. It's a, a true masterpiece. It honestly is. Neither of us are smiling right now. We're being <laughs> Yeah, no. Shrek is a masterpiece. What's your favorite part? Oh, God. Of Shrek 1? Yeah, yeah. I really, really, I don't know why this is coming to my mind, but the part where he literally takes the thing of earwax out of his ear and he puts it on the table and he lights it as a candle for his dinner. That part you really like? No, that's just all I can think about. Really? I'm haunted. And you know what I always wanted? I always wanted to eat the eggs that Fiona makes on the rock. Remember how she makes those three perfect looking eggs? Yeah. Um, I don't know what my favorite scene is. I never realized how many sexual innuendos are in Shrek, though. In a lot of Disney movies. In a lot of Disney movies. But in Shrek, it's hilarious. I just love Shrek. I respect him. I respect Shrek. He he deserves it. He he seems like my kind of guy. No, I think he reminds me of Nick from New Girl. There we go. And we know how we feel about him. Yeah. I just, I just love Shrek. I love Shrek. I love Nick. Donkey. Donkey. Needed. But also. Oh, see, I love Donkey. I think he's awesome. Oh, I think, like, Donkey. <laughs> we're, we're, like, not smiling during this whole thing. Like, we're not laughing. We're, like, yeah, how do you feel about that? I think Donkey's needed, and I think he's definitely, like, look at the bright side kind of person. Yeah. But he's also, like, there can never be. You're Shrek and I'm Donkey. Oh, my God. No. Yes. No, you're not an eternal optimist. Sometimes you're I know, but realistic. I think I have the, and you're going to tell me I'm wrong, but don't lie to me. Okay. I was looking at Lord Farquaad. Okay. I think I might look like him. Your skin? Pale. No, like soft as a baby's butt. Oh, oh this old thing? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he has clear skin. Like, <laughs> he has a great complexion. Like what cartoon has acne? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like you have dark <laughs> That's literally it. <laughs> you have dark hair. In whenever we post on Instagram, if you scroll to the right, you're going to see a picture of me next to Lord of Farquaad just for comparison's sake. I think he has a much stronger jawline than me, though. Oh, I if I could get something done to my face, it would be a jawline. It I mean, would be Lord Farquaad's <laughs> jawline. If I could have anything or, done to my face, I would have Lord Farquaad's I would jawline. have a jawline or cheekbones. Oh, I've always wanted – I actually had a you dream. No, but I had a dream. Oh, you're so annoying you're, to me. I literally I – ju- I just wanted them. You have – You are not allowed to complain about your, your face facial, and not let no, me – No, because this is the thing. Your facial structure, impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> Chef's kiss. God, you did okay, that. Okay, I <laughs> – so just pipe down, okay? Okay. okay. Can, we, can I get into this hot take or what? Okay, sorry. I just wanted to talk about I Lord forgot Farquaad. it. Okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I Okay, this is the hot take. You know the game. They're perfect in every way, but. Yes. And it's about like the guy or the girl is perfect. He's your dream guy, mm-hmm. but he has one flaw, and it's just if you can get over that flaw or not. Yeah. Like, he's perfect okay. in every way, but he doesn't clip his toenails. If about. he has really long toenails, he's got to go, <laughs> what's under those babies? Something. He's perfect in every way, but he has a pickle every morning, first thing. Ew. Before his coffee? Yeah, like, first thing. I don't give a shit. That's fine. Okay. See, but that's just, like, the game. It's fine. Okay. Like okay, okay, okay. So, this one is a little different. We're going to do they're perfect in every way, but friendship edition. Okay. So, like, they're the best 
best friend, mm-hmm. but they have like one weird thing that okay. is just like you could now is this okay, but whenever so it's best friend. It's like my you, You're, not like yeah, my yeah. acquaintance. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like your number one. Okay. 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 She's perfect in every way, but her personality changes Mm-mm. when a guy walks in a room. <clears throat> Big fat now. Boo! And the crowd goes wild. Boo! No, she's that's the worst type of girl. Okay. And I have like five friends that I consider those type of girls. It's my least favorite thing about them. And you know I'm talking to you. Ooh. I just don't like it. It drives me crazy. I know. Uh, me too. Okay, your turn. Um, She's perfect in every way. But she's 25 minutes late every time she says she's going to pick you up. Well, I hang out with you, don't I? <laughs> but Maddie's late everywhere she goes, and she used to blame it on our friend Grace Higgins. Love you, Grace. Then Grace moved. Maddie's still 25 still minutes late. late. <laughs> no, but not to pick you up. Like, if I told you I'm getting you from the airport, I would be there 10 minutes early. Like, yeah, I would if be- it's something that's actually stringent on, like, you have to be here at this time, you'll be there. You're dependable. Yes. Okay. But if it's like, hey, just come over to hang out, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And then it's 45 minutes later. You got me there. Yeah. Um, okay. She's perfect in every way, but she um, has to bring her jewel everywhere she goes. Oh. Everywhere, everywhere? Everywhere. Like? In church. <laughs> She's puffing it into her shirt. No. No, you just think that's annoying? I mean, yes, I would still be friends. She has friends. a nicotine addiction, Maddie. <laughs> what were you You don't want to be friend? I've- no, I'm <laughs> saying I would. That would just be so petty. She's perfect in every <laughs> way, but... She is a mooch. Oh, that's to me the worst. The absolute worst. There's certain people though, I let be a mooch all day. Really? Yeah. Like if you were like, if every time I brought something over here to eat, you were like, can I have a bite of that? I'd be like, yeah. Or like, if. Yeah, but I think it's because you know I'm not normally like that. No, but I think there's just certain really? people that like, some of my closest friends, I'm like, you could be a mooch. But other ones, you're like, no, that pisses me off. Yeah, but it also depends on, like, how clean, like, hygienic I think they are. Like, if you're eating off of my food every day, Mm, I know you're a clean person, so I really don't care. Okay. And I'm not really, like, a stingy person. Mm -mm. But if I think your breath smells bad five out of seven days. We're talking really close right now. Are you trying to tell me my breath smells bad? No, that's what I'm saying. If your breath smells bad five out of seven days, like, you're not touching anything of mine. Anything. No, like don't get in my car. Contaminate it with their Shrek breath. Yeah, they. I just like I. I definitely don't want you very close to me, but I definitely, definitely don't want you eating off my fork. Okay, that's valid. Okay, she's perfect in every way, but she has a thing for your ex boyfriend, and she told you about it. Have at it. You wouldn't care. No. If your best friend was like, if I was like, hey, I've been talking to. I'm on Instagram, and I think we're going to date long distance. <laughs> I'd be like, okay. <laughs> like, I'll go to the wedding, but you I don't want to. Like, but, but, like, do you not want to be my friend anymore? Oh, no. No, I don't. I, I would still be your friend. Really? Yeah. Oh, I would not be down for that. I mean, here's the thing. If me and Corey broke up and you did that, okay. no. Okay. <laughs> There's no way. Sorry, Corey. There's just no way we could make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I would never be – I would never talk to you again. If okay. me and Corey broke up, for whatever reason, if you went for him, I would literally <laughs> delete you from my life. I, I would 
I would delete myself from existence. I'm yeah, no, I would. I would hate you. I don't think I could ever do that. Okay, it's not on the table. Let's clarify. But I'm saying, like, how do you kiss someone that your best friend has kissed? I would just think of you the entire time. (laughs) You're welcome. What a nightmare. So this is going to be a fun little table talk that um, Maddie and I are going to play sort of a game. Well, I don't know if you want to call it a game. Whatever. So our dear friend, Jordan Randall, who is an angel person. Who we love very, very much. He's gotten me on a kick right now on reddit which i've just never known how to work reddit and i don't get it and it's confusing it's it's cool once you get it now i'm sort of starting to get a little bit of a hang of it but he showed me this subreddit called am i the okay and it's my new favorite thing right and so basically what people do is you go they go on the subreddit and they'll submit stories and say like hey here's this story um like they present their case am i the asshole in this situation and then people vote on it no i'm not the yes you're the asshole everyone in the story is saying it so many times well that's what they have to say i know okay no yes (laughs) or everyone is in the story like everyone's just terrible or no one in the story is an asshole yeah okay so so basically she's gonna read them to me and i'm gonna help her decide if we think that they are or not yes this one i thought was very interesting i think you and i are gonna be on the same page about Okay. I'm pretty sure, but you think there's the potential. Okay, so these two friends, they're 25. Um, there's a male and a female. And so they live together in a house. Mm-hmm. And it's like a big house, and he apparently comes home all the time, and he's talking about how high his body count is, and he'll, like, bring home girls, and he's always talking about how many girls he has sex with. So he, like, will bring them home. He'll parade them around the house. And he's, like, normally a nice guy, but when it comes to this, like, yeah, he's thing. Yeah, worst. Yeah, he's just kind of the worst whenever it comes to women. So they live together for a couple years. They move out. They go on with their lives. Oh, wait, no. Miss very, very crucial parts of the story. They, at some point, they go out drinking one night, they come back, and they hook up one night. Okay. And she says that it was, like, the worst of her entire life. She was, like, and she said that it was, like, painful and terrible, and he, it was just not good at all. But he thinks he's, like, this. The best. Just awesome. Like, oh, wow, I gave her the experience of her life. Oh, God. Yeah. So, she ends up, they move out, they are, like, still mutual friends, whatever, whatever, and so, so... Her and her husband, that they're now married, they're hosting a barbecue at their house. And so this guy comes over. And so they have all their, like, mutual friends over. So Jack starts – Jack is the friend. He starts going on about all of these girls that he's had sex with. He ends up on this, like, train talking about it. And he then turns to the girl and says – um, that to tell everybody how fire he is at sex. Just that phrase right. alone. So she says, slightly embarrassed, but also angry that he even mentioned me. I straight up told him that he was terrible. I'm just going to read that. She says he's again. terrible. So basically exposes terrible. him in um, front of everyone. Yeah. I even said that I went on to say what happened and that he only has sex just to say that he has sex. It wasn't fun, pleasurable or enjoyable. Amazingly enough, two other girls also backed up what I was saying, saying that their night with him was pretty much the same as how I described it. Jack got defensive and angry, but he was wouldn't drop it. He eventually left absolutely fuming. Um, her husband was basically saying that like she was being way too harsh and she was being insensitive and that she shouldn't have outed him like that. And so her question is, am I the asshole? So it's, is he or is she mm-hmm. for uh, outing him in front of everybody at this barbecue? At- I mean, I would say yes, if she just brought it up out of nowhere. But the fact that he, like, said her name and their experience Mm -hmm. in front of everyone almost gave her the right to be like, yeah, actually, you suck. Yeah. No, that's okay. But if she would have, like, out of the blue been like, oh, my gosh, Jack, remember that one time when, like, you actually really sucked? Yeah. 
like you're the worst and it was the worst experience I ever had. I think that's rude. Yeah. But he can't talk like that. Be mad that she said that because what? He's just like bragging about something that's not true. Okay, yeah. So I would be pissed too, especially because he like outed her in front of everybody and at her house in front of her husband. Okay, so that person is not decided. The guy is. She is not. Yes, she's not. Okay, this one. Uh, Am I the asshole for telling my stepdaughter to stop using period products in the bathroom that she shares with my teenage sons? So I have been living with my new wife and stepdaughter for about six months now. She's 19, almost 20, and I have three sons, 18, 16, and 15. Um, All of them are like good kids in general, whatever, whatever. Um, My eldest son, 18, came to me last week and told me that his stepsister disposes of her used sanitary products in the trash can that they share but doesn't use a toilet roll or sandwich bags to disguise what they are. If this man thinks that women use sandwich bags, I'm calling them professionals. My sons are teenage boys and don't want to see their stepsister's period products on full display. So then he mentions it to his wife. She laughed and told me that it was rich coming from a man who sheds like a gorilla and has produced three skid marking sons, (laughs) which I thought was just an unnecessary attack. I've been nothing but nice to the girl, and it's hardly a comparison. My son shouldn't be subjected to her unhygienic products if it makes them uncomfortable. She went on to lecture me about how tampons can't be flushed and that it's bad for the environment if she uses diaper bags for everyone, which I think is just an excuse. Um, Whatever, whatever, they get into an argument. I later asked my wife if she could have a word with her, and she said I was being ridiculous. Then he mentions it to the stepdaughter, and she basically just dismisses it too. So, is he the asshole? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, yeah. Because... You know what? She doesn't want that either. She doesn't want to look at that. <laughs> she doesn't want to go through that. This is the worst time. It's the it's the worst time. It's the worst time. But I this is the issue with so many communication problems. Just meet in the middle. Yep. Like you, you can throw them away without going so far as to putting them into sandwich bags. Which what are you gonna keep a Ziploc in the top drawer next to your toothpaste? It's so much plastic. Yeah, it's that's true. Like, that's wasteful. But it's also like a lot of work. Extra. Just. But here's the thing: meat in the middle. Just wrap a little toilet paper around. Yeah, it. you don't have to be gross. I get that. But also, like, right? <laughs> Not that much toilet paper that you're being wasteful of that. Like, you don't have to wrap it a hundred times so that it can't see anything. Like, right. it's just a part of life. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. If you if you haven't figured out that women get periods by the time you're 18 years old, right? Brother, 16, 17, 18, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, there's just no way to say like. Stop having a period without sounding like a jerk. Right. They did decide in this that he is the asshole. They said, sorry, but what? I'm a guy and I realize this is ridiculous. You need to help yourself and your sons become better men and accept that this is a natural process for women. Are you uncomfortable with your wife's wife's use of the same? I assume not. So teach your sons to do better. And Um, that's on having sisters. That's why that's one of my rules. Uh, A non-negotiable for me, whoever I date has to have a sister. It's a non-negotiable. He's perfect, but he doesn't have a sister. Okay, if he's perfect in every way and he doesn't have a sister, fine. But if he's like on the – I ideally need him to have a sister. Yeah, I know. I agree. He needs to know what it's like to grow up with girls. And he also – I want to have someone to hang out with. A girl, yeah. I don't want to – well, I guess I could hang out with just his brother. And – but it also depends on if the girl's like chill. No, she'll like me. We'll be fine. Um, No, she won't. No, I know. But like do you like her (laughs) – She'll like you, sure, but... Pull, obviously. Um, there is an update on this one, though. He said, not even two hours after I posted this, my wife and stepdaughter gathered my sons and I and gave us a full intensive periods for pricks course, PowerPoint and all. 
It was a hoot. They made an interactive quiz and everything. My sons and I learned a lot, and I apologized to my stepdaughter. Oh, good. Wholesome story, right? Yeah, that was a good ending. Yeah, very, very good ending. Okay, now this one I haven't actually gone over. Okay. Um, so this could be interesting. All, it, But this is just the title, which I think really gets me. Am I the asshole for asking my mom to stop telling people about my boyfriend's butt crack? <laughs> what? A sentence. Due to recent events, my university dorm closed down and my boyfriend and I moved in with my parents. We do our best to contribute and mainly stay in our rooms where when we're there anyways, so there hasn't been any problems. We bought a new bedroom door handle with a lock many moons ago, but sometimes we forget to lock it. Well, we used to forget, but now we always do. A few months ago in the morning, in the middle of the morning, my mom busted into my room while we were sleeping to retrieve a pair of shoes that I had borrowed the day before. We were half naked, obviously, and my boyfriend was wearing only boxers and allegedly had a bit of a booty crack poking out. She was in and out before either of us could wake up. Cue the next day. She tells me, I saw your boyfriend's butt crack and I am traumatized. That is just not natural. And she recounted the entire story from her perspective. She wasn't serious. She was laughing a lot and it was like it was the most hilarious thing. I was a little annoyed that she didn't even try to knock or anything, but I figured it was my fault for not locking the door, whatever. But she proceeded to tell everyone, my dad, my brother, my brother's wife, all the aunties, her friends, random people. With those two lines she told me, laughing like it was still the punchline of the year. It's been months and she's still telling everyone. My poor boyfriend is so shy and this has really embarrassed him and creeped him out. He doesn't like that she's so obsessed with his butt crack. (laughs) So in an admittedly annoyed tone, I told her to stop and that it's weird. And she got offended and thinks that I'm stuck up. Am I the asshole here? No. It's funny because it's just a butt crack. But the part that gets me is that he's shy and, like, embarrassed about it. Like, if he was just one of those guys that was like, I got a hairy butt. Or, like, whatever his crack looked like. I'm just assuming that it's hairy. But she did say it's unnatural. Whatever that means, if that was me, I would not want somebody telling their aunties and their uncles and random people about it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, if the guy didn't care, though, and that was his attitude, like, yeah, whatever, like, it's funny, then I would say, no, she's not. But because she yeah, said, like, he's, he's so shy, shy and, he's uncomfortable. and uncomfortable, then yes, Poor that does make her. chicken nugget. What do you think? No, I think the same thing. Okay. I think he's uncomfortable, and he has to live there. It's sad. And if he feels weird, she's trying to spare him the embar- – I'd be embarrassed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um. Okay, next one. Am I the – for not saying thank you for child support. My child's father and I haven't spoken since I was eight months pregnant. We had a really terrible breakup and an even worse CS battle, which I don't know what CS is. Hmm. He does not get to see his child because in my country, CS doesn't equal custody. We meet each other in court and barely even have a greeting. Last week, he had a session with the prosecutor because he's been behind on child support for the past 10 months. He doesn't work, according to him, and so I decided to take his mom to court. Um, oh, for child support. That's what CS is. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> um, his mom, because she didn't want the, the prosecutor digging through her finances and most likely increasing the payments I would receive, sent the total of the 10 months and then some. The child's father asked if I received the money. I said yes, and I hung up. His mom then calls to ask why I didn't say thank you. I, hang, I hung up on her, too, because we're not friends, and I don't understand why she's talking to me. She says to the child's father, who then tells me that she was doing me a favor and that I should be grateful. My argument is that you're not going to do me a favor. You're bailing out your deadbeat son because he would go to jail if he missed any more payments. Oof. This one's interesting. That one's a little trickier. I don't think it makes her the a-hole. No. At all. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think it's that hard to say thanks. Yeah. I mean, you're frustrated. You're pissed off. You don't like the guy. Mm -hmm. But, like, 
I think it's kind of petty that the mom called her back and like yeah asked why like why she, didn't you say yeah. thank you like that's a little petty for me and you do owe child support you just do <laughs> that's the thing like even though that's that's petty of her mm-hmm. it's like the mom is literally just like you're not here you don't contribute you you're not in their life at all the last the least that you can do is pay your child support on time right whether you like it or not this is your kid it's so stupid. Yeah, that's a super sad situation. I think that, yeah, and I think she's just trying to bail him out and is being, like, an asshole about it, but, like, for what? But I also think that, like, you guys are going to have to raise a kid together. Like, you got – if you just have to say thanks. I mean, yeah. Even if They're not even co-parenting. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's, he's just sending you money, so, like, just say thanks. I don't know. I just don't think it's that hard to say that. that. Okay, let's see what this one is. My thing for mentioning I received $10 worth of stuff on Mother's Day. So Mother's Day 2020, another year where my husband does a card and cheap $10 flowers. Fine, whatever. They're technically from my daughter, and she loves giving me flowers, even though I hate getting them because they die, and I think it's a waste. She sounds like the worst. So my husband just asked if he could get himself his own Father's Day gift this year, a $250 gift. I always get him something for Father's Day, an Apple GC. I don't know. Um, An Apple Watch last year's work pants that he so desperately needed. When he requested this $250 gift, I said, what did I get for Mother's Day? His reply was that he wanted to take me to dinner, but the state was shut down and it wasn't his fault. My reply was that the state was shut down two months prior, so don't blame that. He then said that I shouldn't have said anything and that he tried to make the day nice for me and that I'm making him feel like a jerk. So am I the asshole for bringing that up? Apple gift. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. GC. I I think I would. I think I would want to say something too. Yes, and I also think his excuse of well, the state was shut down. Like, there's so many things that you can do to make someone stay special that doesn't require anything but effort. Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit of a double standard. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you get off doing the bare minimum, and then you get, and it's not just 2020. It's Mm -hmm. year after year, which is what it's right. Or at least what it sounds like. So if it's repetitive, then yeah, I would bring mm-hmm. it up. Because I don't think that she would bring that Especially up if, if she, she felt like flowers. Yeah. I don't think she would bring it up if she felt very appreciated in their day-to-day lives. It sounds like she doesn't in general. Yeah. And this is just true. like a way for her to be like, I'm not. I'm actually cool resentful. Yeah. Oh my God. We have to read this one. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter her friend sent me nudes? <laughs> Okay, we have to. I'm a 37-year-old man. My daughter and her friend, I'll call her Brooke, are both 19. They met in college, and they've been friends for almost a year. Brooke um, comes over to our house too many times to count, and she's always made me uncomfortable. Though she never explicitly flirted with me up until a couple days ago, I could always tell that she liked me. But because there was no proof and she never made a move, I tried to ignore it and keep my distance. She seemed like a good kid. Never in a million years did I think she'd take it any further. The other night, I got three messages from a number not in my contacts. There was one sexually explicit text and two faceless nudes. As I was looking at them and trying to figure out who they were from, I thought maybe an old hookup or something. I got a video that included Brooke's face. My my heart dropped and I felt sick as soon as I realized what was happening. As freaked out, I ran to my daughter's room and told her. She was freaked out too and she asked to see the pictures because she couldn't believe it. I know I shouldn't have shown her, but I did. It was another impulsive decision. I asked her how Brooke got my number and she said she had no idea. We still don't know. My daughter told me that she would deal with the situation. I texted Brooke, please never contact me again, and I blocked her number. The next day, my daughter told me that she'd confronted Brooke and had caused a huge fight between them. She said that instead of apologizing or explaining herself, Brooke had gotten mad at me for telling my daughter what happened. My daughter decided it was best to block Brooke and move on like I had. A few hours later, Brooke sent me an Instagram DM that said, please don't block me. I just want to talk to you. I blocked her anyway. Four hours after that, I got a long email from her on my work address. The email is basically a five-paragraph guilt trip. It goes into detail about how embarrassed she is that I showed my daughter 
for what was meant for just me. She talks extensively about how you shouldn't give out private information and how if I wasn't interested, I should have just told her and kept her secret instead of going to my daughter. Never once did she apologize or acknowledge how wrong it was for her to send me those messages. Oof. Here's the thing. If it was like mutual the whole time and he showed her daughter and pretended like he wasn't into it, super messed up. Yep. But it doesn't sound like he was about it. No, it sounded like he was. I mean, unless he's like sugarcoating it one way or the other. Right, because I guess that's from his perspective. I, Brooke, I would love to hear your side. Was he making googly eyes at you? Like, yeah. What was the vibe coming from him? Were you just yeah. like, ooh, I think he's cute and I'm just trying to like. And I mean, he's 37. Like that's young enough as a 19-year-old. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like I don't think it makes him the jerk. No, I don't think so. I don't think it does. And that's what everyone else said, too. I mean, it's awkward that he showed his daughter those pictures, but it's only because she didn't believe it because it obviously sounds so out of the blue. Right. That's so awkward. The only reason why he would be a jerk for it is if he was low-key, like, feeding into it and, like, low-key about it. And then he just, like, turned on her because he was like, oh, gosh, this is actually crossing a major line. And now I'm just going to pretend like. Yeah. Now pretend like I wasn't interested in it at all. Yeah. I would love to hear from you, Brooke. Brooke, Brooke, wherever you are, girlfriend. But at the same time, like, what would you do if you're the daughter? If I were the daughter, I would probably do exactly what she did too. Like block her and just be like, I think I'd be, what the heck? I'd be so pissed. So unbelievably pissed if one of my friends did that. Yeah. And the thing is, they were only friends for one year. That's true. It's not like they were. Does it make it worse or better? No, it makes it better to cut them off. Oh, 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 and okay. better that like it would be so weird if you had a childhood friend who's like grown up with and being around your dad from being like a kid. Ew, that's disturbing. Now you're that like, like that's weirder than just meeting them at nineteen. Wait a second. Wait, wait. I ain't no math magician, but a uh, thirty-seven minus nineteen. My boy was eighteen when he had a kid. Dang. Okay, am I? for not telling my wife what my son's nightmare was about. My son and only child is 13. He woke me and my wife up crying and shaking the other night. He's never ever done that before, so I was concerned. My wife, on the other hand, was mad and she told him to go back to sleep in a really snappy tone. That's rude. I know. I got up and led him to the kitchen. I got us a glass of water and we talked about it for a while. It was pretty bad too. I don't think I should say it here because it was a private talk. Oh. All I'll say is that I get why it made him cry. I tucked him back in and ran my fingers through his hair till he fell asleep. Then I got back to our bedroom. My wife asked where I was. When I told her, she asked what the dream was about, and I told her that she would know if she cared earlier. This pissed her off. Am I the asshole? I mean, if your kid comes in and he's never crying or scared about stuff, mm-hmm. and then he's, like, sh- like obviously shaken up, yeah, and you're, like, pissed off just because you got yeah. woken up, and you're just like, go back to bed. You're being annoying. Like, no, the mom is rude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that he's an asshole, but I actually don't really think that she's one either. I think that she was kind of. Yeah, but she like, was mean, but. Yeah, I think she was mean and, like, probably would have been better. But I also, like, if I, I don't know, let's say I have, like, a really long day at work. I finally fall asleep. My kid comes in crying. My knee-jerk reaction is, like, oh, my God, I'm so annoyed. No, I don't think I would do that. I think she's the jerk. I don't think I would do that, but I'm. But then if like my husband came back and like you're in your like groggy sleep and you're like, what was that about? And he was like, well, you would know if you cared earlier. I'd be like, screw you, buddy. Uh, yeah. But I, I also mean, don't think I would do that. I think if my 13 year old son comes in crying, I'm gonna go googly and like, 
<laughs> oh, I 1000% know that 10 out of 10 times I would be like, come here, buddy. I'm inviting him into the yeah, bed. And we'll just, I'm like we'll holding just, him yeah. for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't care how long my day was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would too. But what if she's not that kind of mom? I just don't resonate with those type of people though. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. And But if I were for some reason to have a bad moment, that point zero 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 one percent where I was like, go back to bed, stop, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And then my husband came in and was like, well, you would know if you cared. I would be like, ticked. Well, yeah, that I'd would be make like, sense. I do care. I just am tired. <gasps> am I the asshole for cutting my daughter out of the will? Oh my gosh. Okay. My son Jake is gay, and he came out when he was 18. Me and my wife couldn't have been more proud of him. He's now 31, and his older sister Lucy is 37. We've all been a happy family until six months ago when Lucy converted to Catholicism. Neither me, my wife, or my son are particularly religious. Since then, Lucy became more distant with Jake, and I started to notice Jake looking less jolly than his normal self. I decided to ask him about it because I could sense something was wrong. At first, he denied something was up, so I kept asking what was wrong until he finally broke down in tears one day, and he told me that a few months back, Lucy had called him to meet up. Apparently, when she met up with him, she tried to talk him talk to him about his sexuality. According to my son, she literally begged him to repent and give up his homosexual lifestyle by breaking up with his boyfriend of two years. Since then, she constantly rings him and texts him, begging him to repent his sin, and has even messaged his boyfriend directly to try to save him. I was livid. Me and my wife immediately called Lucy and demanded a family meeting. We all sat around the table. We asked her about it. She literally said in front of us, Jake, I want you to go to heaven and you've got to stop this. It's not natural. My wife burst into tears and I started to literally shake and rage. After a lot of screaming and crying from everyone, my wife and I eventually said something along the lines of, you can believe what you want, but if you dare to say anything even remotely related to Jake's life's choices ever again, you will not be a part of this family. Her response was to look Jake in the eyes and say, can you not see that what you're doing is wrong? It's a violation and it's sick. After throwing her out of the house and telling her that we would never speak to her again, we got on the phone and decided to amend our will. She now gets absolutely nothing. She arrived at our house begging to let her into our lives again, saying not only are we letting Jake down, but we're not respecting her religious beliefs. Ooh, this one is interesting. She did. I think this one's interesting, too, because I grew up Catholic, and... You know how strict it is. Yeah. And I mean, it is strict, but I also... It's not necessarily a tenant. I know people that are Catholic that are, like kind of chill about it. I mean, technically it's like you're it's technically not allowed, quote unquote. Right. But like it's not it's not like one of those Westboro Baptist church where it's like a pillar of the church, you know what I mean? Yeah. What would you do? I don't know if I'd ride her out of the will, but I would be super frustrated. I'd be so her. pissed. Especially because yeah. he cried. He was like so heartbroken that his sister would talk to him like that. Right. That it's so dicey with family too. Yeah. Cause it's not like oh, whatever, you can have your opinion of me and think it, what I'm doing is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's like your own flesh and blood. Like your sister being that hateful towards you yeah. is very sad. And I don't think – I don't like it. Even if they're trying to be honest, it's not good. It's just not good. It's not good, Lucille. Lucille. Is that her name, Lucy or Lucille? Lucy. Oh. But maybe Lucille. Yeah, it's stupid. I think she needs to get a grip on her life. I think she needs to love her brother. I think she needs to love her brother, too. That's BS. Uh, Okay. Let's see. One more? Yeah. I have no idea what this one's about. Uh, Am I the asshole for not wanting to be more involved in my daughter's life? Oh, my gosh. A little lighthearted one. Ten years ago, I gave birth for the first time. At the time, I was an alcoholic and I didn't function as a human being. And willingly, meaning we didn't go to court, I signed away all of my rights. I get pictures of her on occasion and she looks like a spitting image of me. She has siblings and a mother figure and she's happy. 
I've been sober for six years now, married for three, and we're expecting a son in late September. I've got a good job, as is my husband, which means we can afford to live well. I do pay child support. I'm friends with my ex's wife on Facebook. I don't know why she added me six years ago. We don't interact at all. I guess she must have seen that we're expecting because I've received dozens of messages from my ex and his wife that know that I'm sober and ask if I can have Lucy on the weekends or can start coming on Lucy. Yeah, can start coming on family vacations. I just don't think it's a good idea. Lucy has a family and I'm not it. If they're struggling, then I can provide more. If they want Lucy to meet her sibling, then maybe in a correct fashion. I just feel like it'll be too difficult on a young child. They've been spamming me and have since posted on social media about what an ass I am. Well, they actually said neglectful mother. I tried to get sober as soon as Lucy was born so that I could keep some custody, but my ex-in-laws insisted that I gave up custody so Lucy could have a normal life. Am I the asshole for not wanting to be more involved now? Ooh, that's that one's tricky. tricky too. I actually don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah. I think she makes really good points about it being really hard for a child. But I also think if I was Lucy, the girl, I would just want to meet my mom. I think it's going to be hard on her. Yeah. Knowing that her mom doesn't want to – like her mom is okay now. Not even like, oh, my mom is a mess and is sparing me by not being a part of my life. Yes. Which is a whole other reason itself. But like, no, my mom is fine and has kids to like Well, yeah, it just feels like rejection. Yeah. I think that would hurt her more if she knew that. And she's bound to find that out because they're probably going to talk about it. She eventually will for sure. I think it's a cop out. Yeah. But I also don't think that she's considering like the fact that it's going to have an effect on her kid either way. Her kid's always going to think about it. Right. Always going to think about what your mom would or wouldn't have been like. Yeah. And she's going to ask. And, like, what you would be like if your mom was, like, actually involved. Right. And you can't help but thinking about the fact that your mom has a whole separate family. Yeah. She's, like, happy and provides for. And, like, they get that. Like, that's. Yeah. She needs to. I would be so jealous. Even if if I had, like, a great adopted family. Yeah. I think she's, like, trying to opt out of her life in general. So, honestly, I don't want to say she's an asshole, but I think she's, like, she needs to reconsider. Yeah. Life. I wonder what the responses were. Okay. A lot of people are saying not the asshole. Honestly, it was your if you're if it was your daughter's idea, then maybe, but I think this is completely their doing. As you said, your child is young. Okay, but people are asking for more information. I don't know what Lucy wants. As far as I'm aware, she doesn't know anything about me. Oh. No, people are saying it sounds like she wants a free babysitter, but I don't think that's true. No, everybody else is saying not the asshole. And we said she kind of is. Kind of. Okay, so yeah. Basically, that's on period. And that's on period. Um, Maddie, do you have anything else that you... <laughs> Dang it, I should have said that during the period one. Ah. Okay. Yeah, so that's what we have for you. Yep, yep. That's that. Pippity pip. Okay, <sighs> and that's where we're done. Average and only.